I had the feeling that the part of actually in the end publishing the book is the most necessary part for me in that entire journey of just being able to sit there, have the book in my hand and realize, wow, I did this. After a groundbreaking breakup, Jana Shamon began to write poetry to help her work through the emotions that she was experiencing. As she wrote down each poem, her collection expanded. And as the number of poems grew, the idea of publishing her work became more than just a vision. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. Jana Shimon lost herself in a relationship, a relationship that resulted in a groundbreaking breakup. As she navigated her healing, she began to write poems. In addition to the healing, writing itself brought forward even more than she could have ever expected. As Jana wrote, the idea of publishing came to mind. She was flooded with limiting beliefs about how no one would be interested in her work, but she pushed through and promised herself she'd complete the book and publish it. Jana shares the range of emotions along this journey and even reads us one of her favorite poems in the book titled, Finding Me. We start the conversation where I've asked Jana, what was it that put you into writing? Writing in general was always a part of me, but writing this book was definitely a very groundbreaking breakup that I was going through that left me in a space where I didn't even know who I was anymore. So the breakup, what was it about the breakup or what was it about that relationship that you left that had you questioning who you were or your identity or, you know, even moving forward? I think it wasn't necessarily the relationship itself. It was more myself. I just lost myself in the relationship or I more so stepped aside for the other person too much. And I'm a Leo. I am very outgoing. I like to be the center of attention to a certain extent. I want to be seen. I want to be heard. And uh, during that time, I didn't allow myself to do so. So I totally lost myself in the relationship just because I had the feeling I needed to make space for the other person. Mm -hmm. Just to elaborate a little bit, what did that look like in behavior or actions that you either started doing or stopped doing in the relationship? I think it was more so also the connection we were having outside of our relationship because I used to be an artist manager and he used to be or he is a musician and I managed him so this entire dynamic just kind of made me feel that I need to step aside for him to enter the stage Mm. and that just sneaked also into the relationship and into the personal interaction in general. Yeah, interesting. I can relate to this. I can relate to, yeah, stepping aside to allow someone into their space when you just push everything that it is that makes you who you are to the side. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was it that led to the actual breakup? What was that moment that you just knew this relationship can't happen any longer? It can't continue. 
That's a tough question. I think it was lingering for a while and not just only on my side. I think we both knew that that was not a healthy relationship anymore. So it just um, thinned out kind of. There were no, I think it's it's the usual thing like um, with every kind of relationship, you're just not connected anymore. You're not aligned anymore. And you just notice with certain daily interactions you have the feeling you need more space from that person. So it wasn't really just one thing that happened. Um, and one day, I think I just woke up or we both just woke up and we just realized it just doesn't make any sense anymore to continue this relationship. Mm-hmm. So then this has now led you into writing a book. Tell us about that journey. Yes, that was a very interesting journey. Actually, um, I started writing not with the thought in mind of publishing a book. It was more so writing for myself to just cope with everything coming up, to um, heal myself, to cope with the anxieties that came up all around me realizing that I have to find myself again, hence the title, Finding Me, or also more so put myself back together And so it was a long journey of me just really writing poetry to heal myself. And two and a half years later was when the first time the thought came up that I actually wanted to publish the poetry in some form. Also, yet then not necessarily thinking about a book, but the urge came up that I wanted to publish the poetry because I had the feeling that it might also help other people. Mm -hmm. I think you're absolutely right that sharing your healing journey in that way is going to be so nourishing for other people. Yeah, exactly. And now fast forward to now, like I get messages all the time from people saying they can relate so much to specific poetry or the entire book and the entire journey of reading it. And that was definitely the right nudge that I was like feeling coming up back then. What were the biggest lessons that you learned about yourself in the process of writing a book? Hmm. Determination, consistency, trusting myself. Uh, There were a lot of moments where I was doubting myself about the entire process, about me being good enough, about if anyone would ever wanted to read the book. Yeah, all of these anxiety and fuel questions coming up. So yeah, it was definitely a roller coaster journey. Mm-hmm. I love that you recapped on trusting yourself because pre-recording you'd mentioned how important that message is to share with everybody is trusting yourself. Can you share a little bit more about how learning to trust in yourself has changed your life? Yeah, I mean, I think it was in the moments where I did not trust myself or the process itself or in my journey itself where I decided to step up anyways and just give it a try because I had the feeling that the part of actually in the end publishing the book is the most necessary part for me in that entire journey of just being able to sit there have the book in my hand and realize wow I did this Mm -hmm. I actually really finished this Mm -hmm. I really really stood up for myself I think that was the best reward ever. And to get to that point, I needed to trust myself, even though I had the feeling 
no one would be interested in it. I'm not good enough. The poetry is not good enough. Whatever anxiety thoughts were coming up. But I think it was the best decision, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life to really just continue going and trusting myself in a sense that all the answers that might come up along the way will eventually come to me, even though I had moments where I was sitting down and just was clueless of the next steps. And then I just like stepped back and just journaled a little bit or just started painting and drawing and just trying to step even more into creativity with other tools. So kind of just took a break from the writing process or the publishing process. And a few days later, ideas or answers to the questions I was uh, having just came up. I have a question about what keeps you moving forward, because when you just said about how you had to kind of dig a little bit deeper and you know, really trust yourself, but you had all of these limiting beliefs, you know, who's going to want to read this? Can I actually do this? Is this going to be worth it? All of these things. What was it that kept you moving forward through that process? I think I had the feeling I owe it to myself to try. I always loved writing. Like in elementary school already, I was writing a lot, like just short stories and um, sometimes even just ideas for stories that I never finished. But like I always had the urge to write. And I stopped for a very, very long time, especially when I was managing other artists because I studied event management and then got into artist management because I doubted myself so much that I would not be able to be an artist myself, to be a writer myself, whatever it was I wanted to do. And after the breakup and after the phase of just putting myself back together and noticing how much it helped myself to write everything out, I just had the feeling I owe it to myself to try it. And I promised myself that I will finish this journey of publishing the book. So yeah, I just always had to remind myself of this promise that I made to myself and that kept me going. Even though sometimes it took like a week or two where I didn't do anything, I eventually always came back to continuing the journey. Mm -hmm. I love that you made a promise to yourself and that you actually fulfilled that promise. I think it's so beautiful. I saw that you had the book with you. Can you read us one of your favorite poems from it? Yeah, sure. Definitely. I used to run from loneliness. I used to run from facing my inner self, my inner voice. So life forced me to spend time with myself and it made me shake from crying like I never cried before. It made me question life, my life. It made me lose my mind sometimes. But loneliness also taught me who I was, who I am and who I want to be. I know now this journey needed to be and I am so grateful for it. Jenna, that's so beautiful. Thank you. That was definitely one of the moments where I doubted myself and where through writing this poem, I came back to my strength and remembered who I was, who I want to be, and that I needed to finish this journey to become the person who I want to be. Mm -hmm. What are you currently working through in your own life? That might be a personal question, but what are you currently working through? What's a limiting belief that you're currently working through now? I think it's the same one again. Am I good enough? Yeah. I think this is coming up probably, it's a life journey, I think. It's a process throughout life. Like every time you do something new, 
try something new, this thought will come up because eventually we always just have the feeling of when we are at the beginning of a new journey, we are not equipped enough. We are, don't have the wisdom, the knowledge that we would like to have to pursue whatever journey we are trying to pursuing. And um, this doubt will come up again. It was not the first time it came up for me when I wrote the book. So like, I, I know this and I know it's like just a new cycle. So it's like the same anxiety again in this new cycle coming up. But I know now how to navigate through it because I did it before. And yeah, I'm just trying to remember that so I'm not being numbed by the feeling. But it's definitely, it's the same thing again, actually, yes. You just said numbing. And that makes me question some personal practices that you have to make sure that you're not numbing out in certain areas of your waist, to make sure that you're really present, that you're feeling and that you're your best self. So how do you maintain a sense of nourishment and wellness in your life? Mm, I put together a daily routine for myself. Mm-hmm. It starts in the morning. It's a morning routine. It changes a little or it changed a little along the way. But for the past, wow, it's five years now, I implemented this routine of meditation in the morning, uh, yoga in the morning or movement in general, and um, sometimes journaling as well. About three months ago, I added tapping to it. And for a while, I was practicing breath work. So it's like all around these different techniques that I use for a while, like some months until I have the feeling I need to switch it up again. But I think meditation is like the core. That's the base. Like that's one of the things that I'm doing every morning. And throughout a time in my life, it was even in the morning and in the evening um, where I just had the feeling I, I want to step up. I want to evolve. I want to get to new ways of understanding myself and life because I needed it for whatever journey I wanted to pursue in that time. So yeah, it's definitely meditation and um, yeah, some sort of breath work or other spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I have my three safe haven style questions. You ready? Yes, I am. Okay. What are you most proud of? That book, (laughs) for sure, that I was um, enough to finally do this. What would you like to be known for? Mm, I like that question. Um, I like to be known as a person that works through her fears and at the same time finds the strength to share it with others. Oh, yeah, I felt that one. That one really gets me to the core because that's one that I feel like if you are able to push through the hard things, the tough times, the challenges, the hurdles, and really stay true to yourself first. There's so many societal messages and projected fears from everyone around us that would really almost inhibit us from doing those things to put ourselves first. But the reality is, is that you putting yourself first is bringing the best version of you forward in life. Yeah. A hundred percent. That was a major lesson for myself. Mm -hmm. Major lesson for myself. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's just like the saying, like you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill up your own cup first and everything that flows over, you can share it. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And the last one is, 
If you had a message for everyone listening, what would it be? Mm, I think it, it just, again, boils down to trusting yourself. I think whenever you have a dream or something you want to achieve, just trust that you are able to do so. And even though you might not have all the answers yet, just continue step by step and the answers will come because you will find a solution to all the questions and all the problems coming up if whatever you want to achieve is really a thing that you want to put the tick onto on your list. Like if it really is something you want to achieve, you will find solutions to all the problems. Yeah, I agree. Jana, this is great. Where can people find you online? Um, on Instagram, which is Jana underscore Shimon. I also have a visual art account on Instagram as well, if someone is interested, which is Jana Shimon Visual Art. And I have a website, janashimon.com. And yeah, I think from there, everything else will be found as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing this. I love that you also read a favorite poem to us. That is so, so special. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. I really enjoyed this. Jenna, thank you so, so much for joining me on The Safe Haven. It means so much. I am thrilled for you pushing through your limiting beliefs and publishing that book of poetry. I cannot wait to get my hands on a physical copy of this. To everyone listening, I recognize the privilege that comes with my platform, and I am committed to creating a safe, brave, and inclusive space with intention. If this episode has hit you right in the heart or inspired you in any way, please screenshot the screen while you're listening, send it to your friends, and share it in your Instagram stories. Please be sure to tag us at the Safe Haven Podcast so we can personally thank you for it. If you're able to write a review or leave a juicy five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, that really helps this podcast grow. For more great podcasts, check out FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com and I will talk to you next week.